Welcome to POP, the sermon podcast for Peace Lutheran Church in Gehenna, with Pastors Doug Warburton and Tony Katko. But here is a very familiar reading from the Gospel of Luke. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a great, or suddenly there was with the angel in multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth among those whom he favors. When the angel, angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. So I want you to just look at this picture tonight and reflect. Each week we've been focusing, or each sermon, we've been trying to focus a little bit throughout Advent on arriving at a place. And tonight we arrive in the fields, outside of Bethlehem somewhere, not too far, but near, shepherds watching their flocks by night. Shepherds watching their flock by night. So I want to ask the question, who were the shepherds. I'm guessing most of us in the room have our notions, ideas about who the shepherds were, what had them out in the fields this time of year watching the sheep, and why it was that the angel encountered them, gave them this amazing news, but who were they? Unnamed heroes of the scripture and probably heard many sermons describing who the angels were. One thing we know for sure, Christmas in July is probably a little more accurate to the time they would have actually been out in the fields. Christmas in December probably wasn't really when this took place. You've probably heard that before. We know that we kind of stole it from the pagan uh, winter solstice festivals. We stole this season from them and adopted a lot of their customs like your Christmas tree and other things from those festivals. But 
if you've ever been in the fields at night in Bethlehem, you wouldn't want to be there very long. It's freezing. So chances are it was probably more like August, which I like because it's closer to my birthday. <laughs> but that's really beside the point. The question is, as I asked, who were the shepherds? Now, chances are most of you here, especially because I think both Pastor Tony and I have preached this, you picture the shepherds as lowly outcasts, right? Lowly outcasts. They were the least of the least. There are some that say they, uh, they weren't allowed in the temple because they were considered unclean. They, there's a reason they were out in the fields. They probably had mental illness or alcoholism or whatever it was. There's a reason they were out in the fields. And there are some that say they weren't even allowed to have a voice in town considered unclean. I have to admit, I've preached this many times, and it makes for a really good sermon, if I do say so myself. <laughs> but I stumbled upon an article just the other day by a, a biblical historian that argues against this. He actually says that the reason that so many people have, so many scholars have, have kind of shared that they were outcasts was basically due to some writings that Aristotle had. And somebody grabbed onto these writings from Aristotle without realizing he talked about the, the dirtiness of shepherds and how unclean they were. And the problem with that he describes in this article is that uh, Aristotle lived 300 years before the time of Jesus and he lived in Greece, <laughs> a whole different world from the biblical world. And so he says, this author, his name is uh, David Krakow, he actually says in this article that chances were that these shepherds weren't outcasts at all. That they actually might have worked for the temple. And they raised sheep. I mean, this is Bethlehem. Some of us have been there. We were fortunate to go. And you realize it's, now it's got the wall that divides it because it's Palestinian territory. But, but back then, it was part of uh, Israel and, and the next door neighbor to Jerusalem. And so you have these fields that are prime for temple workers to raise sheep to be sacrificed in the temple. I've been a pastor for 18 years. I've never read this. But it, doggone it, it makes sense. So, so think about this, though. And, and here's another thing he points out in his article. And this kind of blew my mind in terms of my own Christmas understanding. And this is what I love about the scriptures. We can keep turning them. And we can keep learning. And we can keep discovering new things and different opinions. And who knows who's right. But we get to explore this and, and find new things. And so he says that then... If you go with this understanding of who the shepherds were, that they were temple employees, they still wouldn't have been wealthy, but they certainly wouldn't have been outcasts. And if you go with this understanding, then when the shepherds show up at the scene and they hear the angels say to them, you will find the child wrapped in, in other translations say, swaddling cloths, right? Swaddling cloths, he said was another way of describing when you're a shepherd, your firstborn flawless sheep, 
you would wrap in swaddling claws because it was not to be sheared and it was not to be slaughtered. It was to be, well, it was to be slaughtered, but not by you <laughs> because it was to be dedicated to the temple as a sacrifice for you. <laughs> Whoa, whole different understanding going on here. And, and I, don't, I, I know we wrestle sometimes with this whole Jesus as a sacrifice for our sin kind of theology, but, but there's something to this that just talks about the shepherds might have understood what swaddling cloths meant because it points out who the Messiah is. He's one that, for whatever reason or another, is going to offer up his life. Q likes to, we, we sometimes talk about not wanting the crucifix around at Christmas because it seems strange. And I, I agree with him sometimes too, but but sometimes we also need to remember that that's why the child came. We know where the story's going even before it begins. Another point that he makes about the fact that the shepherds would have never in Israel been seen as outcasts or dirty creatures is because all of Israel's history is filled with them. Israel's greatest heroes. It starts with Abraham, who was a shepherd. It goes to Moses, who was a shepherd. It goes to David, who was a shepherd. It goes to Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. It goes even to this child who is being born, the good shepherd. With your greatest heroes of your faith, why would you ever consider them outcasts? So let's go back here. Who are the shepherds? Chances are, we, in this lifetime, we'll never fully know the right answer. It could be something in between the two sides of the story. It could be neither. But here's the thing that I think is most important, and this is flat out written in the Gospel of Luke. They went with haste, and they came to Mary and Joseph and this is so easy to miss. They shared with them what the angels had told them. Picture, I mean, Mary has been visited by her own angel, right? Joseph, according to which gospel you read, also has been told something by the angels. And yet, somehow, they listened to these shepherds' words as like confirmation of what they had in the trough in front of them. And I love the fact that it kind of closes, kind of closes with, and Mary pondered the shepherd's words in her heart. So whoever they were, they got to be some of the first to proclaim, first humans, I should say, to proclaim this message, even to the kid's parents. 